everyone and welcome back to Start Up The Pits. I have a really exciting guest on today. I've been following Lizzie and her magazine for pretty much just from the beginning and I've been really excited to get her on the podcast so enjoy. Would you like to explain who you are and what you're about? Um, so hi, <laughs> I'm Lizzie Oxendale. Um, I'm kind of a lot of different things, but I think the main one is that I'm the founder and editor of Women in a Man's Race. Love that. I love that name. Honestly, it's such it's so genius. Um, <laughs> so, how did you find yourself falling into motorsport? What was your sort of journey into it? Um, well, actually, as a kid, I kind of hated all sports. I just didn't like it. Like PE was my worst subject ever, and it wasn't until like the end of high school beginning of college that I started to like sports in general and I think one of my friends just said like oh why don't you watch like F1 and I was literally like oh yeah well I like football now I like rugby so let's just give it a try and I remember watching a couple of videos and I was a bit like oh I really like this and it was kind of like gradual I went from watching no races to like watching a couple of races and then watching all races in a season like over a couple of years um but yeah, ever since then, I'd kind of fell in love with like the adrenaline that it gives you of watching motorsport. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So what made you want to start this magazine within, because obviously you mentioned you, you watch other sports. What made you want to focus on Formula One and women in Formula One other than compared to other sports? Um, well, to be fair, the, ma- the magazine was started my last year of university. It was mm-hmm. kind of just... Um, my final year major project so it was kind of just uh like looking into what I wanted to do for my major project and I thought well I like motorsport um I'm a want to be a woman in motorsport I want to work in motorsport and I realized that there wasn't that much about women in motorsport during that time so I was like let's do something about women in motorsport and it just kind of I really liked magazines and reading them and writing for magazines as well. So I was a bit like, right, I'll create a magazine about women in motorsport. And it was kind of like easy to fall into that for that project. Yeah, no, that was really good. I know um, I read a little bit about you. Obviously, I've done my research um, and you've done some writing on other sports like the rugby and the football and things like that. What makes Formula One and motorsport so different? How do you approach that differently to maybe other sports? Oh, um, to be fair, I, I tend to probably approach them the same way, but I think I approach it differently in the aspect that I love motorsport that much. So I'm more um, enthusiastic about writing for it and doing things for it. Whereas other sports, I like those sports and I really like enjoying watching them, but motorsport is one that I enjoy the most. So I'm a bit more um, into it, I suppose. Yeah, no, perfect. And obviously the whole idea of your magazine is to have more women involved and more inspired to be part of it how do you think that it is making a difference in challenging that perception of it being a male-dominated sport I'd like to think that it's making a big difference Uh, we are kind of growing gradually um but we are growing so I'd like to think that someone read the magazine and thought oh I didn't know about that woman um or oh I didn't know that that was like an opportunity kind of thing yeah um so I do hope it is making a bit of a difference for people um and I I do think it probably is because obviously the first issue it has 
a bit of everything and the second issue is going to have a bit of everything as well so I do hope that people read it and think oh that that woman's done that job I, I maybe want to do that job or um or I didn't know about that woman she's a bit of an inspiration yeah it's just letting people have a bit more of a behind the scenes into it and actually understanding that they can go out and do that yeah definitely it definitely is it's um you've got all of these different roles in motorsport that people don't necessarily know about they don't yeah. necessarily know that you can actually be like um a, like behind the scenes in a garage doing a random job that you wouldn't have thought was in motorsport yeah. but it actually is yeah no I completely get that has there been anybody that you've done a feature on that you thought people need to know more about this person Oh, oh, um, there's there's been quite a few, but to be fair, I think my favourite feature was probably the one I did about Susie Wolf during yeah. the first the first issue. Um, I think Susie Wolf's just a massive inspiration. I think people already know a lot about her, um, mm -hmm. but there's certain things that I found out do writing the article. I was a bit like, oh, I did, I didn't actually know that, but she's constantly there being like the inspiration that some people might need so I do really like her yeah what's one thing that while you were writing it that came to uh that came up and you were like I had no idea about that um I, I think it was most likely like her journey like I knew like bits and pieces but like her like the like her learning about how she actually came to be like to race in that like practice session how it, like the journey that she took was really interesting to learn about yeah have you found that anybody that you've done pieces on their sort of journey through to get to where they are it's made you realize what a, what a big journey there is to go to get to where we want to be to create equality do you know what I'm trying to say is there yeah, a, uh, there's a long way to go in achieving equality that's what I'm trying to say <laughs> yeah I am um... Yeah, I, th I think there's been quite a few that I've kind of written and looked at or researched and I've kind of looked at them and thought it took them quite a while to like get to that point or it, it they had a lot of challenges. But I think Lella Lombardi is like she did all of those things during her career. Yet mm -hmm. she's, she's a big name and people know about her, but she went through a lot like during her career and she did a lot for women and she's definitely one of like the big names and inspirations so on the flip side of that what has made you realize that there is progress being made how have people reacted and been like this is something that's working now oh I, I think it was probably like the response to the magazine I remember um after the first issue was released I wanted to expand the team and it wasn't just me doing it um, I wanted to continue the magazine after university and I was a bit like right let's just have a look the amount of responses that I got saying oh yeah I'd like to be a part of the magazine yeah I'd like to work for like yeah. the magazine I, I was really taken back by it and I was like oh maybe this is something that does work and yeah. like people are it gave me kind of hope that um more women are into motorsport and more women want to be like work in motorsport yeah. a lot of the a lot of our team members are a bit like well I want to work in more like f1 one day so this is the perfect experience kind of thing yeah definitely so speaking about getting a new team behind you how's that been having more people surrounding you 
really good to be fair it is um, really good it it works like I've never been in like a managerial position yeah. before so to take that on I was like a bit like oh god am I gonna have to tell people off am I gonna <laughs> have to like do, like tell people that they get kicked out of the magazine or yeah. something I've not had to do that because everyone's worked so well we're just like one massive team and just yeah. we just chat about like we don't just chat about the magazine as well like someone will put a random thing into the group chat and we'll all talk about it and everyone's met deadlines and if they haven't been able to meet deadlines they've given enough notice that they haven't been able to meet the deadline so it's yeah. we're working well as a team and um I think yeah it's kind of just worked yeah I guess you've all got that one same core value is that you just want to get more people involved more women involved and I guess that passion throughout the team you'll all just work together naturally anyway yeah yeah we we do um do if it wasn't something that like I was trying to do but we are a team of women like there, there's no men um it wasn't something that I was trying to do it was just something that kind of happened but I think because we have that joint that maybe we do go through the same things sometimes like the same comments the same um type of things that annoy us we do get along more yeah you've I guess you've all got that same shared experience you've got that thing in common yeah so talk me through a day in the life as a editor-in-chief is that editor-in-chief is that correct yeah editor-in-chief um well um when I'm doing like the magazine kind of stuff it's literally just um kind of making sure everyone's on track to be fair like when we had like the writing deadlines put in place like it is tend to just let the team go and do their work but like you do want to like check in on them every now and then um just to make sure that they are all right and they are um doing what they want to do because if someone's struggling you don't want to like leave them struggling kind of thing it's making sure that like the managing team is on track to do what like they want to do and make sure that everything's kind of going the, in the way that you want it because obviously we've set um a deadline for the release of issue two two it's kind of not like set in stone but we're kind of aiming towards that like that around yeah. that release so it's just making sure that we're kind of on track yeah so how do you decide who you're going to feature in the magazine? What's sort of the process behind the research about who you're going to feature and things like that? Well, it is very much, um, especially for issue two, obviously, because issue one uh, was me or myself. So I just kind of did the people that I wanted to do and I wanted to talk about. But for issue two, it is very much that kind of letting it go to the team and just being like, right, who do you want to know about? Who do you want to write about? And it was like, we all had like one to three pieces each that you can just decide if you wanted to do one, two or three and just let me know what you're kind of writing about. Um, I think in issue two, we do talk about less specific people and more um, articles that talk about like problems and it's definitely going to be different because there's different writers and different perspectives. Um, but yeah, it is definitely just like, let uh, I just kind of let it out to the team and just being like, right, who do you want to know about? Who do you want to write about? And I guess that reflects well on your audience as well, because at the end of the day, they would have been the audience if they weren't them working for you. Do you know what I mean? So they'll yeah, yeah, know what the audience wants to know as well. 
yeah and like their friends people they'll share it to like they'll know what they want to read about so it's definitely making sure that the things we are writing about and the things we are doing are things people want to see and read about definitely so what have you learned the most since since the first edition oh um probably it is probably like the different perspectives because obviously you have your own perspective and you have the things that you know and that you will research but hearing from other people about what they've gone through or what they want to know or what they want to learn about it is very different because it's like oh like there is this different perspective like you know it's out there but you don't hear about it so learning about it is definitely something good what do you think in the motorsport industry how do you feel it could be more inclusive still um, I, th- I think specifically with motorsport, it is hard because it's one of the only like unisex mm. like sports in the world. It's kind of just like with things like football, you have this women's side and you have the men's side and it's kind of getting more inclusive of connecting them kind of thing because yeah. it's easier to connect something than to put something in that's not there. So with like motorsport, I do th- definitely think we're on the right track with like including um like F1 Academy and I really like like W Series. So we're on like the right kind of track and we're seeing more and more women like in the area of motorsport. I think um, things like females in motorsport, like seeing like you can see it, you can be it kind of thing. Yeah. So I definitely think we are on the right track. I'm not particularly sure what more we can do. Um, I'm not. I haven't really yeah. got anything in I just try and promote as much as I can like share things talk about things you just kind of try and do your part um but it, it's very tricky I suppose yeah. and I think that awareness as well that's doing the most it can do at the at that side of things at the end of the day like the more awareness you get out there and the more people that see it the more people that are going to want to get into it and the more people will have into it yeah of course it's all it's always good because and especially like sharing something someone might not know about that specific fact and if you tell them they they, then know it and they can tell someone else and it's kind of like this string of people finding out something new yeah so let's talk a little bit about your background into sort of the journalism side of things how did did you study journalism at school or what was sort of your progression into this role well um I actually always liked writing and that I knew that writing was something that I wanted to do uh, growing up and then when I got like through college and I was going to university I was kind of like right I like sports I like writing and I ended up doing a sports journalism course it wasn't necessarily because that was something that I knew I wanted to do like I wanted to be a sports journalist it was just I really liked the two aspects that included in the course and so I did sports journalism at university and in university I kind of like honed my skills and learned more and was able to kind of move my career along and now I have more of an idea of what I want to do through the course kind of thing. Yeah no it was excellent so what is one piece of advice then that you'd give to somebody who's maybe just starting out knowing that they want to get into this kind of industry or journalism and anything like that what is one piece of advice that you'd give them? I I think it is definitely 
contacts I think you do need the contacts especially in something like motorsport so just emailing random people whether you find them on LinkedIn and you message them or find them on Instagram and message them or whether you ring like tracks or just try and get those people who will remember you and kind of think oh we have this coming up this person wants to do that let's get her in so she can kind of do that work for us because I think that people find that people I definitely found that people can be nicer than you expect them to be yeah and so if you ring up a track and say look I'm looking to do um this in the future but I need work experience for it I need to get more people that know me they'll be very happy to allow you to do it if they can because it means that they get that work done as well and you get so it's kind of like a win-win scenario for yeah. them and people are a lot nicer in doing that if you yeah. and so all you need to do is contact people yeah no I love that so speaking of experience and things about moving into the future where do you see your magazine going in the next say five years what's your long-term plan and goals with it well I hope to do a lot more issues obviously we're working on the second issue um I do hope there'll be a third fourth fifth sixth um and so on I do hope that we'll continue to grow the team as well maybe get some um new people maybe get some um like new roles as well like in the managing area we have a certain amount of roles maybe had add some more maybe had a bigger team so we can add some more there um yeah just continuing I think I, I'm not obviously I would love to have more of a following so maybe like grow our social media to get that growth and things but I think just continuing is what I want to do and just having that issue that's different every time and people learn different things every time yeah that's brilliant and talking about your team quickly so who who are the women behind the team and the creation and what are their roles uh, so we have uh, actually quite a big team so we have like the managing team and then we have the writing team uh, the social media team and then the graphic design team which is actually just being formulated um, and it's each every person has like such an important role in the creation of the magazine um, and everyone's just amazing and um, we did um, obviously the social media team do all the social media content creation and they're like amazing in growing that side of things the writing do all the writing and graphic designer going to be doing um like the actual creation of the magazine to make sure it looks well um but like obviously you have the managing team that kind of oversees everything um which is um, great and we all work well together that's perfect and do you have any aspirations to make a physical product as in like actually something you can pick up and read well, to be fair, I did think about that briefly. I think that is something that would definitely be good in the future. Yeah. Um, it would definitely be amazing to have like that, that physical copy that yeah. you can just open and think that I actually created that. Like I was involved yeah. in creating that. But I do think that is definitely in the future. No, I love that. It'd be great to be able to just like, if you went to a race, just hand them out to people. You know, it just gets that that that's something that people receive and they think, oh, this is different. And then they can just go into it. And it's again, it's that awareness, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. If people would like to be involved in your magazine, how can they get involved? 
Um, so at the moment, we're looking actively looking for graphic designers. Um, so that is a role we're actively looking looking for. After the release of issue two, we are going to be opening applications for all roles. Um, once again, so writers, graphic designers, and um, social media content creators to kind of expand the team. Um, and then obviously, if you don't particularly want that role, once the application's kind of open again, uh, we do allow like an other application kind of thing that you just contact saying, well, I'm good at this, I want to do this, or um, this is kind of what I like to do. So it's not related to anything else. And then we can kind of have a chat to see and maybe come up with a role. Um, but it is definitely one of those things that everyone is kind of welcome. So if yeah. you don't want to be a writer, graphic designer, or a social media content creator, you can still contact the man um, magazine and see what roles there are in a magazine to kind of see if that's something you'd want to do. Yeah. And I guess it's a great opportunity for people if they're only just starting out and they want to just get a bit of experience and maybe they're not quite sure what they want to do, but want to get an idea of how it's going to work. It's a great idea experience for them to sort of get involved. Yeah, definitely. We do actually have a lot of, um, well, I say younger, um, I'm, I'm 21, so I'm not that old anyway, <laughs> but like we do, we do have a lot of younger team members that are still in like high school, college kind right. of thing that are looking for that work experience um that are just kind of learning from the team and learning from other people and learning about the magazine kind of thing yeah no that's brilliant um thank you for being here um i really appreciate the the quick turnaround and your time um awesome. yeah thanks for being on no it's fine it was nice to be on um especially after like very weird it's gonna be very weird listening to my voice um on the podcast but it was very nice thank you no worries.